I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, what's going on? Happy Thursday. Welcome to the bottom line here on 100.7 The Score. 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank, as well as yours on television, Fox 34 News Now. However, wherever you're joining us from, we're glad that you've chosen to make us part of your Thursday. We being myself, Choice Woodman, one George Christopher Sneed to my right. Hey, yo, Sneeder. What's up? It's getting there. I mean, at least I remembered this No, he did. I didn't actually remember. What'd it do, yo? My uh, show notes helped remember. What'd it do? Remind me. What it be do. Be sure to tell Sneeder, yo, Sneeder. What, he will what get all it pithy. do to you, too, <laughs> fine sir. What'd it do, y'all? What'd it do? Clint Scott across the way taking care of us. You may also join us. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions. Allegations, accusations, hopes, dreams. Bring them all in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. What do you want to talk about today? Not that basketball game. Do the one from last night? I'd already uh, buried that one, sorry. Uh, uh, That was pretty bad. Oof. Oof. Lady Raiders. uh, That was competitive for about four minutes. (laughs) Did you get to the four-minute mark? Yeah, it was it was eight to six at the four true. minute mark, and That's then true. and then you went on a fifteen zero run, and it was not eight to six anymore. So, um, yeah, we, we'll avoid talking about that. Thank you. Unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, portal movements, that sort of thing. Good or bad? I would call it bad because they're good players leaving good situations. Any so ours. None of ours. Good. I don't care. Then. Okay, you don't I care really about do not care. No, I'm saying bad for the sport overall. Uh, but it is what the sport is now. Is that where you're at? I, I just I I'm, I have totally resigned myself to the fact that this is what college football is going to be. Your team is going to be the team you have for that year, and at the end of that year, you're going to lose players, and not for the reasons you expect. Unfortunately, I mean, we saw it. Non-football, but we saw with Mason Molina last year. Yeah, it's, it has nothing to do Complete with surprise move there. playing time. It has nothing to do with uh, role on the team. Sometimes it has to do with how much money he's going to get paid in an NIL. Seemingly a lot of times it has to do with that right now. So, well, I mean, there are kids that are, are transferring for a chance to play sure. in a better situation. And there are kids that are simply taking their talents to a place that have uh, uh, more opportunity for money. It's true. It's true. But, um, yeah, so there's some big portal splashes today. I will twist it around to a Texas Tech question for you coming up in just a uh, just a little bit. Okay. Um, Tech Baseball sold out of season tickets again. This is my surprised face. Just means we're closer to baseball season, which is good. I like that. I've I've had my same season tickets. You, for, the only thing I I won't say that. No, say it. 
No. You can't do that. I'm not. No, I'm not going to say it because it's it's snarky. It's mean. It's it's ugly. And say it. No. We need snarky sneed today. No, we don't. We don't. We really okay. don't. I'm. This is in my. It's this is in my. It's my new league. More, in more the, resolutions. No, Come not on, my it's, resolution. It's the snark one, week. The one <laughs> resolution I've got is this. You know, I'm just going to practice the art of not giving a blank. And so, I'm not. And that's not going to bug me. It is what it is. There's two of those already. I know that. That was my former co-host's uh, least favorite cliche. It is what it is. Yeah. So see how many you can get in in your hour today. You, you know my and current, then direct them. Dr- my current right CEO, Kurt Langford at the Alumni Association. Uh-huh. Nice guy. He's very nice guy. He hates that cliche, and he actually put a, a dollar jar on it every time he said it. <laughs> really? Yeah. He, you he, do he, say that one. So. I say it a lot, and I don't say it in front of Kurt, oh, but okay. I say it a lot everywhere else. Okay. But. You know, I say I, it too. I, I actually, do. I think one time, I think I took out a $10 and put it in there. I said, to cover this meeting <laughs> right here. go ahead and start <laughs> this off the right way. No, it, sometimes it is what it is. And it I, is. And, and, you know, I mean. That's just a nice way of saying I've come to accept this. Yeah. I've, I'm, I've accepted this. Yeah, I, I do accept it. And With the, college athletics. I've, and, I've accepted that my... The seats that I used to pay three hundred fifty dollars for ten years ago now cost close to two thousand dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> I've accepted that. Are it you going to uh, opening weekend? I am. In I, I, I am going to opening weekend at Globe Life, not Minute Maid Park. Good job. Although I do need to cancel my hotel room at Minute Maid Park. We're gonna hang out. Yeah, I'll hang out with you. I'll I will tell you where I'll be before every game, three hours before every for every first pitch. I will be at uh, Texas Live, at the Texas Tech Alumni Association pregame party. Oh, nice! I'll be there too. Yes, you well, will. I don't are know you going to be? Are you, I don't know if I'll make it the Friday night. But are I'll, you going to be in an official capacity? Or are you going to be a? Uh, oh no, this is fandom. Okay, well you can come sit with us. Okay. We're gonna okay. we're yeah. gonna we're gonna be just. We'll I was hang. gonna me and the wife only. We left. Well, we're leaving the kids. At okay, home. that's fine. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, um, just hanging out with the, the friends, so I mean I'm be having a good time. All right, wishing you were here. Well, uh, hopefully Texas Tech has a good time. Haven't had a ton of success. At Tennessee, that. Oregon, and who? Uh, Nebraska, Nebraska, believe, right? Yeah. I think Nebraska's the final one. Yeah. Tennessee first night, Oregon two afternoon games after that, so yeah. should be. It's, uh, it's, was it it's seven three and two right? Uh yes, seven three two thirty I think, but yeah, we nonetheless, had something I could use. We to are forty three days away, forty three days away from baseball season getting and underway. Oregon is is the two thirty game, and then Nebraska is the three o'clock game. So three on Saturday, three p.m. against Nebraska. Nebraska. So Oregon's the last one. Yep, should be should be some fun. The Cornhuskers. We have not played since. Gosh, it was. We played them in uh, Frisco at the Frisco tournament. We played uh, Oregon State, Nebraska, and That's we right. the rained out game. So that was and like we, four or five years ago? Five yeah, probably? we beat them in a very, very cold game. Yeah. And we lost to, was it Oregon State? Was it Oregon State? We lost to two teams in that tournament. No, it wasn't Oregon State. It was Sam Houston State. Yep, there you are. I, I know. I know it was orange and black. And that was State. it. God, I hate that team. I hate that team. Stupid throw slowing. 
lefty. Because we were just say we were all line? talking about how we owed them yeah. from the previous meeting, and they beat us again. And they beat us again. I yeah. was like, you've got to be blanking me right now. Uh, Snarky Sneed, horse name. Sneed, you look very handsome at the Lady Raider game last night. Thank you. Apparently, I caught some camera time. Yeah. Like camera on TV or camera on the big screen? The big jumbotron. The jumbotron. I did a stare into the camera. Did you? Yeah. How long did this last? I don't know. I I mean, the camera just stepped in front. I just kept staring. Okay. I don't know how long I was on the screen. I I don't think they have this anymore. I loved the... uh, the Oblivious Cam. I hope they bring that back. The Oblivious Cam is good, but I don't ever want to be caught on it. I know. That's uh, it's like, <laughs> I think it I guess keeps have people to be, from... Would you have to be Oblivious? Is, is Oblivious, oblivious? The, opposite, is, is the opposite of Oblivious? Was that Oblivious? I would yeah. like to be Oblivious. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're not superstitious, just a little stitious. I'm a little stitious. All right, bring in your thoughts, your comments from the eighth. Sharks in the water? It's Snark Week. Oh, it's Snark Week. Okay, I, I thought it was Sharks in the Water. Snarky I was like, sneed, yeah. I thought, oh my God, is. Is something bad about to happen to me? Yeah, snark attack. Snark attack. Okay. All right, y'all keep bringing the thoughts in. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is The Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Guys, bottom line on 100.7 to score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman. Chris Sneed, yours here in the First United Bank studio. The uh, thoughts and commentary coming in. Someone says, I missed the dad joke. See, there's one. I wonder how many missed the dad joke compared to glad to see it go. Why are we not doing it? I think we'll get it. It, we're just easing in. I'm I'm easing into the show, so we'll. I mean, you see what I mean, I want. I mean, I don't always get to listen to every bit of the two hours after I'm off, but uh, I listen to most of it. I think the dad joke will come back around. Is it is that uh, because uh, you don't want to, or because? Uh... No, Jamie actually wants it. Okay, Jamie says he wants like the dad it. joke. So I have not heard that one time. He said it on air yesterday. Maybe mm-hmm. it was two days. But did ago. he mean it? I, that I don't know. You know what we do mean? Kaka. Why did you just say that word? Kaka. It's oh, a, it's a bird. No, you didn't say it that way. Caca. There you go. <clears throat> Kaylee says that's not a bird. That's a Spanish Caca. word. Caca. What does Kaylee says? A while back, a listener asked about the benefits uh, common flies serve in a nature. So she says we'll make sure to answer that today. Okay. House flies are often viewed as pests. Not often, always. Uh, yeah, like, oh. <laughs> and uh, they are typically seen in areas heavy in agriculture and heavy uh, populated areas. They are attracted to decaying organic organic material, sort of like your lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this includes decomposing trash and animal dung, which yeah. flies break down to be absorbed into the soil. There this allows go. for the soil to be enriched with nitrogen and phosphorus. It is left behind from the decomposing dung. Houseflies also serve as pollinators. Did you know that? 
I actually did not. Yes, since they often commute between grasses, flower beds, and treescapes in urban settings. How about that? And your food to my food. Yes. <laughs> Houseflies have also been used in medical settings. Medical professionals have utilized housefly larvae on severe burn patients. Okay. I didn't know that. Good to know. Housefly larvae will eat away decomposed and dead skin cells to reveal clean tissue beneath. Okay. That's like some BC medicine right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is. method is effective in providing a gentle and natural burn treatment. Is that in America? Like, I'm I don't curious. know. This is, I do not yeah, know. Third world country I do not know. Or... I do not know. So the next time you're you're getting out that fly swatter and uh, you you see that fly that uh, just flew from the poop to your sandwich, huh. really... that's, a, that's the thing about when you see a fly that just landed on your sandwich. You, you yeah. have a pretty good idea that just minutes ago yeah, they live in on, poo, like on the trash or, or, the, or the litter box. So, you know, I... Uh... I'm not, I don't really swat the flies with the fly swatter. I'm a fly catcher. I like to, uh, God has given me very few skills, but the one skill I'm probably the best at is catching flies. Really? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's impressive. I, I cannot do that. There's only one way to test that. We release like 800 flies in his house. Oh my and gosh. And then we just see I'm how good. quickly Thank he you can though. get yeah. all of them. If, if, if no, 800 flies saying, were in my house... I'm leaving. I would say I'm I'm batting about you know 700, 750 when it comes to catching flies on really? the fence. Yeah, it's the only oh. thing I'm good at. Okay. Really, that's not true. You're I can also sneeze with my eyes out, open, but I thought not. that that was physically impossible to do. Yeah, I I can do it. You want to test that one too? Yeah, I I I want I want to test both. Okay, but even if you were lying. Like you just made up. Like I'm a great fly catcher. There's really not a great way to prove <laughs> that because well, you mean, said if, you're if, batting 700, right? So if a fly were to you know time it right and just fly in right now and you miss it, and you're like, well, yeah, I don't get all of them. <laughs> well, no, but you you put ten flies in the room. I'll catch seven of them. If you just don't finish one of your like road pickles, I bet we can attract some flies. <laughs> just leave it in the car. No, so uh, now we know why flies exist. Thank you. Kaylee for that. What about mosquitoes? Still, there's no... Uh, I think she did a mosquito one. ...useful reason for mosquitoes on why they would live. Okay, I didn't hear that one if, the, if she did. All right, uh, back to the chat line. You know, I would want to be a baseball umpire, but it's cold and wet and getting yelled at by helicopter Little League parents sounds horrible. Uh, I would do the umpire thing, Sneed, but I don't want to subject myself to the ridicule of Choice Woodman for every call I make. Mm-hmm. Uh, Choice is one of the people on Earth who needs this umpire, who needs to umpire a couple of years. I've umpired before. Mm. I have. It's been a while. What, what From the, the crowd? Little League. Little League? Uh, back in the day. It's been a while. Okay. No, uh, I was actually... This, was this like you were, you were doing the... the everyone, everyone's safe, you know, no one's getting called out? No, no, no. So actually in Dumas... Oh, it's in Dumas. Oh, yeah. Dumas Little League. No, actually, in Dumas, when you coached a team, oh, you part of it. your duties was you had to umpire the next game or the previous game. If you were one of the coaches, you also got to be an umpire. I, there's I something the uh, shady about, like, hey, coach and ump at the same time. <laughs> no, it's it's the opposite game. But well, still, 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 still,
Pixie League softballs where they're using a little cush ball. Yeah. The, and and the coaches would actually go out there and they would literally stand like in front of the kid and pitch a little deal. Yeah. To the cush ball to the kid, and the kids and it's mass chaos. The all the kids run for that ball and they run around. And it's like pack ball. Yeah. And a kid was about to score. And the coach from the other team took the cush ball because you, you held your own cush ball for your kids <laughs> and threw it out on the field and watched all the kids run over there so his kid would score. <laughs> and I was like, are you right. absolutely kidding me right of now? Of course, man. And Pixie. And we had to call the police to that field that night. Yes. There was almost a riot. I've, I've, I've never seen anything like I was like, yeah, you can't have the coach's help. Well, I mean, I had a lot of money riding on that game. so Obviously. No, honestly, uh, I would umpire by a call baseball games during the season. Like, yeah. I won't talk about you. No, I do the, think the I do think line. like taking you out to that seventh grade B football game, you should get out there and call it That's a JV baseball game. I could, I would do that. But the one thing I don't want to do is behind the plate. Why not? That's where all the. I mean, anyway, I'm ready for I can get any zones. trained monkey to call the bases. Yeah, if you want to make your money. You want to make your money. Oh, I know. You get out there and you call balls and strikes. I know. And if it's you want hard to, to do, I mean, it is hard to That's do. That's why I want robot strike zones so okay. we alleviate. I want to be the uh, can no, I be the JV replay ump obviously. that no one sees. That's the good one. <laughs> Just wires it down. No one knows your name. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's see. the route choice was going. No, you, if you're going to do it, you have to be behind the plate, mm -hmm. right? No, thank like you. you've got to be in the real. No, fire. he didn't throw me into the fire on the. Uh, no, I put, you, I put you in the umpire position. <laughs> in football, yeah. Which wasn't and it said, if you see something, throw your no, flag. No, no, no. Your words to me were, hey, this is seventh grade B football. Keep the flag in the pocket. <laughs> That's what you told me. But I said, like, but if you a, see a foul, no, throw your flag. No, you said. And you saw, you no, saw a defensive like, back tackle. Don't. Tackle a receiver right in front of you. <laughs> and I had to throw my flag from referee. It wasn't you. It was someone else. There were three flags on the field. There should have been four. Was Jonathan in that game? He might have been help, helping us in that game. I don't remember. I can't remember. There, there did, was did another guy clean on Dana top Hopkins of it. Hopkins was our Atlanta scrimmage guy. Oh my goodness! No, he's Shout like keep Hopkins. your flag in your pocket. I'm like unless you see. Well, I like, tackled him, but if you see something egregious, if you wouldn't have thrown your flag, I would have thrown it. Because <laughs> okay, that's the sweat. Okay, sweat. Um, here's this going back to the. The foosball. If Morton were to enter the portal right now, is he one of those $1.2 million quarterbacks, and would he be a starter at another Power 5 conference university? I don't know the answer to that. I, 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 See, think, here's the, here's I think the book's out still on more. Yeah, I think it is. In, in, the, in the portal, your value is what what the market will bear for you. So there's, there's not a, you know, I don't, you know, you could say the going rate's $1.2 million. That's at your school. There's other schools that might, that might say, hey, no, we're paying $2 million for a quarterback. I honestly think if if Morton were to enter the portal, there's probably enough high guys that recruited him in high school out there that are like, okay, I like this guy, mm -hmm. that they would roll the dice on him. But it, from the body of work he's had in college football, there's not enough out there to say for sure he would be this yeah. or, or you, that. You never, ever know. That's the problem with this. You but, know. but I hey, think hey, he hey, guess what, Joyce? It is what it, it is. is. Yeah, I do think he would be a projected starter if he were to go on the quarter right now. At a, a power places. five. He can start yeah. a lot of places. So the long answer, yes. But we don't know for sure. Sneeder, have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Plan to, man.
That's Chris Snee. The bottom line rolls on on 100.7 score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Thursday. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Clint Scott, and Jamie Lint here in the First United Bank studio this morning. Even though it's afternoon, keep hitting us up. Whatever you want to bring in, you can do so on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Don't you hate when you accidentally click out of the ex, exit out of the tab? That it's a bad deal. Oh, I just did that. So frustrating. Mm-hmm. It probably help. How many tabs do you keep open at once? Um, one, two, three. Usually five. Okay, I'm somewhere in the range of forty. Forty tabs. I feel like I need them all, though. 40. 40. You know if you close them, you can go back to that inter- that site on the internet, right? My brain just doesn't work that way, though. I forget where I was trying to go with things. So, How many mm-hmm. emails do you have right now? You Unread. Know. From me. From you, <laughs> not that many. Not that this, many. This bottom left, or bottom right tab on my phone, I can't Jamie. Even, I can't even just look, look at it. I can't just do look. It. It's my emails tab. Just take a look. Oh my gosh! What is it? It's in the thousands. Oh, of course it is. No, it's not. That's why, I like, what was it? It's in the hundred thousands. Oh okay. my goodness! One hundred forty-seven thousand five hundred eleven. That's why, I like, your phone just shakes on its own because it's trembling of the weight you're putting on it. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not that bad, guys. It's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, doesn't it take up all your storage? No. You have to pay for extra storage. Cloud don't you? storage or whatever. Oh, well, he can afford that. So. Yeah. Come on, bro. What are we even doing if you're not playing the cloud machine? What are we doing? Oh, yeah. Did you see the uh, new contract for ESPN that was released today? May not make a difference to most people, honestly. It's kind of boring stuff. But there are some highlights, if you're a college baseball fan, that are eh, semi-important to know. Okay. Okay. So if you're you're into this college baseball thing, so uh, ESPN has inked a new deal with the NCAA that is worth $115 million annually with the coverage of 40 championships. Okay. That includes women's basketball, lots of different things, FCS championships, but also, and I I believe it does have the college football playoff stuff, but um, also baseball is is involved, college baseball on this. Um, One note in this ESPN uh, new deal is now you can sell presenting sponsorships for specific rounds. So again, kind of boring stuff, but you may see the College World. So the double T97 three regional round. Well, I think they would say College World Series or, yeah, the regional presented by double T97 three. You going to get on it? Well, Let's, no. go. Let's go. Let's go. It'd be actually kind of cool. Throw that on ESPN. Yeah, actually, don't watch this broadcast. Go to the radio station. <laughs> that's what we, yeah, that's what we would do. Yeah. That'd be our commercial. Turn your TV off right now and go to the radio station or mm-hmm. sync it up. You've never synced it up. I heard you say that the other day. Yeah, I don't do that. They, I only do it when I'm super annoyed by But I've done it, and it's not that hard to do. If I get annoyed by the broadcasters, I just turn the volume down. Just mute it. 
I don't, yeah. re- I don't really need voices to enjoy sports action. There's times where I, I just have to have Hax and Jamie instead of Podunk from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? The former coach, the OU. Oh, thank, dang, I think he died. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> Didn't he die over the... Which one? The, the, the OSU guy? No, the OU color guy. The oh, coach. I didn't know. I, have no I thought he died over the SX. summer. Okay, I can't remember his name. He is as bad as it gets. Oh, OSU, never mind. Holiday. Old man Holiday is, is, is worse. So that's where if I If you watch the Lady Raider game on Saturday. Oh my gosh, that may be the worst <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> Who was that, Van Chancellor? Yes. Oh my great goodness. Great coach, great coach. Yeah, but Wow. <laughs> The worst part was um, how many times did he say, I'm not going to say anything bad about the officials, but you screwed this one up bad. <laughs> yeah, over <laughs> he didn't and over say those again. words exactly, but he's like, they missed this one. <laughs> my, my favorite part was at halftime when they interviewed Cheryl Swoops. <laughs> and she, they were, the play-by-play man was trying to have a professional conversation with her. She had just been announced as or inducted into their Houston Hall of Fame. That's kind of why she was there, along with the whole Ray, Ray, Lady Raider thing. And um, he just kept interrupting or whatever. You know, they were talking about how great she was as a player, and he jumps in and was like, well, I can beat her in cards, okay? <laughs> and Swoops said, I think she probably didn't mean to say these words out loud, but she said, this is why I didn't want to do this interview. I knew he'd be goofing on me or whatever. Like, she probably didn't mean to say. Like, the, hey, I yeah, was reluctant to do, do this, this thing in the first place. Yeah. That's funny. Now, um, no, I really, truly, the baseball is probably where I've synced it up the most. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that I haven't had the radio on while I'm watching on TV, but, like, for it to be a play or two ahead or, or whatever or half a second ahead – doesn't bother me that much. If it's way ahead, one yeah. or the other, I can't do it. If it's, yeah, like a few seconds, I, I can handle it. Yeah, that. it just kind of depends if I'm moving around the house or whatever. Right. Uh, okay, so back to this new deal with ESPN. So you can have College World Series presented by X, company, whatever. Uh, the NCAA also says the deal has additional ABC exposure guaranteed within overall softball and baseball championships. Okay. So... College World Series has never been on ABC before, national television, or I guess, sorry, network television. That is is something that will be coming in the future, some ABC coverage, which is, if you're talking about growing the game and Mm -hmm. better for the sport, that's That's good. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So that's the little news there. Now, we're sitting here uh, 44, 43, I don't remember how many exactly, 43 days out, I think. From Texas Tech opening the season, where what's your excitement level? I know you're always excited every season, but you compare this to previous years, previous teams going into a season. How does this one compare? Um, I I, de- I definitely think there's a reason to feel better uh, about about the, your chances than the last couple of seasons, and. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. You know, so you've gone three straight years without making it to Omaha, right? Yeah. 21, 22, and 23. I mean, one time you're in a super regional, and the other two times you're in regional finals. Yeah. Okay? So to sit here and act like I was going into the season the last two years and going like, and I hope they can scrape together a couple wins, you know, was not the case at all, right? Sure. 
Um, I do feel like on paper to start the season, there's more depth in the rotation and there's more answers. There's more known commodities in the lineup and out in the field than what you've had the last few seasons. So no, you don't have a first round pick and Joss or Jace Young or anybody that's near that. I don't think maybe you do. They'll come from nowhere, but I don't know. Maybe Gavin Cash hits another 30 home runs or whatever this year. And you'd start talking like that. Um, but um, I, I just think that there's, it's a lineup that's going to be really difficult to, to navigate through on paper. And then again, if you can stay healthy, which is always the key, right? I think there's just a lot more proven arms in the bullpen and guys that, you know, were kind of forced into action as freshmen last year that probably you wouldn't have wanted to have pitched as much as they did. But now that should benefit you this year, plus some guys that you've brought into the mix. So I think on paper, it's definitely, it's a better roster than you've had for the last two or three seasons. I guess the, the a big question um, going into the season is, can Kyle Robinson be a true ace? Yeah, and he was your Friday guy last year for the, at the to beginning start, of the yeah. season. And remember, remember that didn't go well. And then late in the season, boy, did he find his, his mark and then was, was terrific. Yeah, he looked like it at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. So he takes a lot of momentum into this year from what he did last year. Uh, and that's that's exciting, um, but we need to see him do that, you know, for a longer period of time, right? Uh, he's got yeah. big time high end talent. Uh, looks like, I mean, his, the body. He looks like a big league pitcher. All that good stuff. Sure. So I think he's got a great great chance to be a big leaguer and a great chance to be a, a dominant, you know, Friday night guy. If that's the way they choose to go, Remember, we've seen so many times before with it. Coach yeah. Tadlock will take the Saturday, uh, the ace, and move them to a Saturday spot because the Friday guy with bullpen help, those bullpen arms could be used again on mm-hmm. Sunday, and so you feel more confident about the Saturday guy. Saturday guy goes yep. deeper into games. You don't need as many bullpen arms, all that good stuff. So, um, I, I mean, I, I like Zane Petty, um, Zach, <clears throat> excuse me, Jack Washburn should be another guy. Um, there's just a lot of different guys that. Uh, have have pitched some big innings for you, mm-hmm. veteran guys that I think uh, have a chance to take that step forward and for you to be really, really good. We'll get back to some more of your thoughts from the Yates Flooring Center chat line next on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lent, joining you from the Fresh United Bank studio. You got the bottom line till 3 o'clock this afternoon on 100.7thescore and 107thescore.com. Don't forget, Red Raider basketball with Grant McCaslin. First episode of 2024 coming up tonight at 6 o'clock over on Double T 97.3. So if you want to hear from the head coach, then you can uh, do so there at 6. First ever. Maiden Voyage. Yeah, I said first of 24. It was first ever for, first ever. for Coach McCaslin. I want to record this and save it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from uh, from the Big 12 season, but hopefully it's the start of a good Big 12 season this week. Just kicking it off the right way. Yeah, I would agree. I, I just, I, I like what we've seen. Yeah. 
um, you haven't been challenged a ton in a different in a ton of different games, so that has me a little bit um, worried. I think. And neither is the some- team you're playing. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I think we saw a lot of the not that apples to apples here, but I think we saw a lot of things. Same thing from the Lady Raiders, where we felt like we didn't really know what was going to happen going in, and then last night happened. And so maybe that makes me a little bit nervous about tonight, even though that shouldn't, or I mean, not not tonight, but Saturday, even yeah. though it shouldn't. Um, just I'm I'm anxious to see them playing against Big Twelve caliber teams and and to see how that goes. True. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I again, I like the way they're playing. Love the way that this team shares the basketball. Yeah. I, I do too. Fun yeah. to watch. Uh, someone correcting saying Buffalo would get the get Kansas City at home because they'd be the two seed. That's well, right. Th- that's it, only if they win. Right. If Buffalo they win, can still make the playoffs if they lose. Yeah, there has to be some things happen to keep them out of the to playoffs. To keep them at this out, point. Pittsburgh has to beat Baltimore, which could happen because the Ravens aren't playing anybody. You've memorized the scenario. Somebody has to win the game Saturday night between the Texans and the Colts. Odds are somebody's going to have to win, and then Jacksonville has to win. All things that are decent. If I think Jacksonville plays Carolina, so all things that are very likely, in my opinion. So my guess is that Buffalo is going to be the tough number two seed or they're going to be not in the playoffs. If uh, Buffalo, here's here's according to NFL.com, if Buffalo loses, they've got a 67% chance of still making the playoffs. So okay. still fairly good if they lose. but Then they would have to go, go to Kansas City. And their season in Kansas City. So they got to go win this week against Miami. Which is it's the terms we agreed do. upon. Of course, of course. And also as a part of the agreement, I get the next two weeks off. That seems completely fair. Yeah. Can I come with you? By then, the Chiefs will have lost. I just don't want to be around And they can't rub Kansas it in people. anymore. Was that? Can you come with me? Yes. Yeah, I just don't want to be around the Kansas people. I think the Kansas people have the question today. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. That's right. I want to go to Texas Tech. Football. If we're doing look-aheads like we were with odds, we might okay. as well, you know, define what Texas Tech football's New Year's resolutions will be for next season when fall comes back around. What do you think those New Year's resolution resolutions for Texas Tech football should be or would be? What are you thinking, Clint? Like two of them for each of us? Sure. Wow. Good to see that Clint listens to the morning drive. <laughs> Did you do this? Oh, is this what you did? Yes. Oh, all right. So just one of them. Mine's different. No. <laughs> Three of Three. them. Five of them. Your top 10 New Year's resolutions of Texas Tech. I did Seven it. among the group. <clears throat> I did. My my question was, if you were Joey McGuire, okay. what are your two New, New Year's, Year's resolutions? resolutions? And you I did said, this today or yesterday? Today. 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 <laughs> and I said, you can make it serious. You can make it funny. You mm. can make it you know, hardcore football related. You can make it, hey, I'm going to not climb any tall ladders this year. I mean, yeah, you okay. can, okay. I'm not going to accept any jackets from any strange radio guys. I mean, any yeah, of those gone. things. Um, well, to I'm be fair, mine my... wasn't for Joey McGuire. Mine was for Texas Tech Okay, football. well, I'm going to stick so with my same different. two. You want, I'll, let me I'll just let go you, ahead and go first. You go start. Okay, yeah. number one. Go start. If I'm Joey McGuire, I'm saying to myself, my New Year's resolution, number one, is I am 100% focused on the priority has to be with this recruiting class, offensive lineman. Yep. 
I am I making that my number I think one. They've priority. already made that their resolution too. And, and yeah. I and I actually agree one hundred percent with what you're saying, Choice, because I said these may already Yeah. These may be words that have already come out of his mouth. Okay. Number two was you have to be a we are going to find a way to figure out who we are faster, what we do well. Establish okay? offensive identity. We, yes, yeah. before week four. Okay, nice. or whatever. Nice. Or five. Well, heck, if we do that, then Taj might have 2,000 yards this year. Let's go. Next year. What are we waiting for? Okay. So um, th- those were the two things to me that I think Joey McGuire going into this season. And again, we've already heard him say the second thing. We assume he said the first thing, so I'm not breaking any news. But I, I, those are the two things where I feel like Coach McGuire and his football team, that needs to be a focus. I think uh, New Year's resolution for me is find a way to win road games. Because so far at home, under Joey McGuire, you've you've been a good home football team. Mm-hmm. I think you've lost one. Did I have that right? One game over the last two years at home. Or is it two? I'm trying to think. Just the one, right? Because you weren't defeated the first year in Oregon. I think so. Is that the only one? Kansas State. Kansas State. So two. So you've lost two games. You lost two games over the last two years. Thank you. I, I, I put I pushed that game out of my brain. Yeah, he loves this. Thanks for making me re- relive through that. <laughs> was like, there was I another forgot. one at home that really made me mad. What Avery, was that one? Avery oh, Johnson yeah. made me mad. Uh, so anyway, you've d- you've been pretty good at home, really good at home. Mm-hmm. Got to find a way to win on the road because that's been the bugaboo a lot for for Coach McGuire so far. You've won away from home or in, in true road games three times. I'm, I'm looking to you again. Three of those, yeah, Baylor. Kansas and Iowa State last year. That's it. So I need to find a way to uh, to get, be better on the road. The second thing, just to be different from you, I mean, offensive line was my first answer before, mm-hmm. but second thing to be different is to find someone in the portal from on your defensive line because it seems like that's what they're really going after right now. Um, help pad some interior depth on your defensive line. Seems like the odds are that that's not going to happen, though, at this point. Right? Well, they had a guy in Just from, because of the portal, the movement is slowing down. It's now, slowing right? down, but there's yeah. still guys in there. Yeah. So you can't put your name Enter. in the portal, mm-hmm. but there's still guys in you there. still the, come out of there. Um, they had someone visit this week from, I think, yep, Nevada. Yesterday. Um, so I think that's probably who you're hoping for at this point. I think he's only a one-year guy, though, a grad transfer uh, with one year to play, so that's definitely a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. But you need you need someone there. Agree. Uh, I'll I'll do another different one because I think offensive line um, is still going to be at the top of my list. But to have a second different one is find a way to have a big play threat when your season comes around. So whether it's Micah Hudson or I, I don't know something in your offense needs to be more explosive. And have that threat there, and that's going to help out Tosh Brooks a lot too. I mean, just just something to break a defense open because it felt like you never really had that. It would pop up maybe every now and then, like and like Xavier White at BYU because of just absolutely blown coverage. Mm-hmm. He just never really had that all year, and it, it d- certainly did not help your offensive woes. So just something to break open a defense. Find a way to do that. So not only would it be to have a guy that can make big plays for you. And that happens every once in a while, but it would be a guy that would be a big play threat. So defense, even if he wasn't making plays, yeah. defenses would have to react to him 
and that opens things up for other guys. Yes. Completely agree. Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. I like it. Y'all can chime in with yours. New Year's resolutions for the Texas Tech football team. If uh, you'd like to do so, you can do that on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Someone said seven wins is pretty troubling to consider. Won't be in the top four of the Big 12, if so. Oh, well. Yeah. well, it depends, you know, if all seven, you can go on three in non-conference and you win all seven in conference play, then you're going to be in the top four. Yeah. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yes. That's why I feel like eight is my expectation going into. Who do we start the season with? Abilene Christian. Yeah. Not going to go in but three and I, I would hope not. Yeah. That's going to be a big problem if you do. Abilene Christian, then road trip to Pullman. Yeah. And back at home against North Texas. North Texas. Yeah. Better be two and one at minimum. Would like to be three and oh in that stretch. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you lose to these purple wildcats, I'm really going to lose it. I'll lose it with you, Clint. We did in baseball once last year. Yeah. And then we you took their seven-foot-five pitcher. pitcher from them after that. Six-nine. Suck on that. Max Huffling. Yeah, what's he going to be like next year? I think he's going to be really good coming out of the pen. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get back to more of your thoughts from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. On to hour number three. Listen to the bottom line on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Onward to hour number three. You're hanging with the Bottom Line for another hour here on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. 9.50 on your AM dial. On television, Fox 34 News now as well. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lintz here in the First United Bank studio. With Scott across the way. You'll hear him coming up on Tech Talk at uh, 3 o'clock over on Double T 97.3. If you want to uh, tune that in. Lots more of your thoughts rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I've uh, been talking a little tech football and looking ahead to the 2024 season. Never too early for that. Someone says, I'm excited. I think the new talent level is increasing, but losing experience has my hopes slash expectations capped at eight and four? Start five and zero, oh and I might adjust. Well, I don't know if we can start five and zero oh because we don't know who the first two games of conference play are yet. Mm-hmm. That's what. I, when do we get that? Surely that we should get a schedule very soon. The SEC's already they put theirs out early December. Are we still still? Trying to add teams? I don't I don't think so. I think we're done for at least next year. So Brett, what are you waiting on, man? It's the schedule. We'd like to know mm-hmm. the the dates and times of those games. Uh and I assume that's what we're waiting on. T V. I guess you don't have to have T V for setting the schedule. That's just for the times. Someone says how many SEC teams would have been in this year if the twelve team playoff with UT and OU where it, if with a 12-team playoff and UTOU in the SEC. So if all that was happening this year. How many from? Well, OU would have been left out. If you're just going by the college football playoff mm-hmm. rankings, OU was the 12th team, but they let the uh, group of five best team in at that 12th spot, which was Liberty. So Great. You don't like, you're not a fan? No, no, I I hate that stuff. I hate the whole. 
I'm, I'm the best power five. No, put it's the best hard teams for me. In. It's hard for me because I think they will purposely leave them out if you don't have the caveat that they're in, even if there's diver- deserving teams. I say that Cincinnati played in a college football playoff a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. They got in, so maybe I guess if you've got a team that is deserving, maybe they'll find their way in. But Liberty shouldn't sh- shouldn't have been in if there was a twelve team playoff, but they would have. So the twelve team playoff this year, SEC teams is what they asked about. Uh, Texas would have been an SEC team; they'd have been in Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, and Ole Miss. Five. Thanks. It's a lot. Texas, but don't you feel like it's going to be that way most years? Yeah, I do. And then the next one I mentioned was Big Ten. Big Ten, you would have had Michigan, Washington was one this year. Uh, future Big Ten team. Ohio State, Oregon, future Big Ten team. Mm-hmm. And Penn State. So five there, if you're counting the new teams. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I don't... Uh, maybe we're selling ourselves a little short as Big 12 fans, and I'm talking about myself saying you don't have much of a chance to get more than one team in. But what does that look like? Because you don't have brand power in the Big 12 anymore. You just don't have the the big names in the Big 12. So, And that's what's attractive to ESPN in this sure. playoff selection process. Mm-hmm. So how do you get two teams in? Do you have to have one go undefeated and the other beat them in the championship to get the automatic bid? And You would almost like, have to have the TCU like Kansas Like the TCU State Kansas State thing yeah. last year? That's what really, you'd have you think to have. that's what it's going to take? I think almost all the time, yes. Maybe you have two 11-1 teams meet in the championship. May, or maybe, I don't even know if it's mathematically possible, you have three 11-win teams or, in the league and one's left out and they find their way in. Well, what, what was Baylor and Oklahoma State? Because Oklahoma State was just on the outside looking in the year that they lost the Big 12 championship. They would have been in and Baylor would have been in. So you, oh, you have Baylor, a couple years. Well, yeah. okay, Baylor and TCU uh, from several years ago. There was, mm-hmm. I think they were ranked five and six. I bet the two teams playing in the Big Twelve Conference Championship game that at least fifty percent of the time both of them are in. Well, are are conference championship games pointless at this point? Because it's almost a better chance you're going to get knocked out of the playoff, especially in the Big Twelve situation. Well, they're not pointless. We know why they have them. It's to drum up more money for. Okay. Conference. Pointless in terms of determining your path to the playoff. Well, but you still have the automatic spot where your seat's Comes at, at from the table. Winning from you could do it. You could so. do it just from the the top team in your league too. You could, but again, I mean, you're asking a question that's not realistic. I mean, no, I'm, these conferences yeah, I know, want yeah. them in there, the, those games there to make money. Yeah. Oh. And then if you take away the conference championship, it, the way that it's set up right now, you take away at least the option for your automatic bid. Right, unless yeah. you're just, and you're not allowed to just pass. You know what? We're not going to play because we think we're already in. Mm-hmm. So it says, although who knows the way college football is going right now, that may be the case. Yeah. So it says, do you think the Vegas over/under for season wins for Tech will be at seven and a half? That's where it was this year, and you were under. Obviously, I think that's probably about where it'll be. I think it'll be yeah. seven and a half or eight. I do. They they may have it seven and a half for the hook, but. If enough people bet it, it may go up to eight. So, wouldn't wouldn't be surprised at either. Uh, Tennessee Raiders says 
From now on, I won't hedge my excitement with national media hyping us up, but I will hedge expectations until we get into the season and start to see what kind of product Joey puts on the field. That seems way too rational for a college football fan. <laughs> Those things aren't supposed to go together. New Year's resolution for Tech football, less quarterback run plays, get the tight end involved more. It says invoked more, but you can invoke the tight end, right? I would love to see the tight end used more by the Red Raiders. I, I don't well, you're bringing feel, in another good one. Yeah, I don't feel like we've overdone it on the quarterback runs. You don't? <clears throat> no. I think that was Hax's biggest stance in 2023, what he was running on, was that you overused the quarterback, and that's why you got guys hurt too much. First time ever, Hex and I disagree on something. Whoop. Wow. Never knew that could happen. <laughs> I, I think... Um, when did Baron Morton initially get hurt? I don't know what play it was on. It was like play four uh, that he was in, and, what and was it was a scramble. Doing? It wasn't a... It wasn't a design okay. run. I, I'm what pretty about, sure it was. What a, about Shuck? And you know what? I think it may have been a scramble where he's still looking to pass, too. I'd, I'd have to go back and look, but I, it was a scramble play. I know that. What about Shuck? Shuck was a designed run. Shuck, I couldn't remember the he, play. He has, his leg was like hanging off. For, yeah, after the play, right. I so, just couldn't remember what he did. No, it was a play. run up the middle. Okay. Um, and then he had this little dangly leg where he tried to plant and throw on. and That's when it got ugly. That's crazy that he even ran another play. I know, dude. Thing was, that's some toughness that's right a, there. That's got to be full-on denial, right? It's like, I I'm not getting hurt. hurt. I'm not getting hurt for a third season in a row. Uh-huh. I'm going to go out there even though my leg is detached here. Yeah. feel bad for the guy. I mean, that is some terrible luck to lose. Have three season-ending injuries, but... No doubt. Wish him luck. Hopefully he does all right in, at Louisville, but... I'm hoping you got a better quarterback here, Baron Morton. Mm-hmm. Like, like to see him healthy for a whole season. There's my New Year's resolution. Scrap everything else. Tech football, keep a quarterback healthy for 12 games. Haven't seen that since Pat Mahomes was here. Let's do that. How about 15 games? Okay, 15 games. Now you're thinking. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.